Good morning. On this, uh, the first Sunday in the month of November, as we continue to plow through this coronavirus pandemic, as the sanctuary doors are still closed, but God's word is still going forth because the church is not the building. As I always say, the church is a living organism. Thank you for uh, tuning in this morning, whether it be by Facebook, uh, website, uh, or whether you're listening on our phone lines, um, we're glad to have you with us this morning. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation chapter number 22. Just going to read one verse, verse 17. Uh, I'm going to read two translations of the text. I'm going to read the um, NIV first, and then I shall read the King James Version. The NIV reads this way. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come. Whoever's thirsty, let him come, and whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. The King James Version reads, and the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him that heareth say, come, and let him that is a thirst Come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. King James Version of the text. This morning, I, I want to use as a subject of thought the last invitation. The last invitation. You know, all throughout our lives, we receive invitations to accept or to attend various events and functions throughout life. We receive invitations to birthday parties, uh, to retirement parties, to graduations and weddings, cookouts, uh, political rallies, housewarming parties, baby showers, uh, to apply for credit, to apply for bank loans. And the list can go on and on and on. We receive invitations. And even though we receive the invitations, we have a choice to attend or accept or not to attend or accept. Uh, our personal will will determine how we respond to the invitations. If we are willing, we will receive. If we're not willing, we will not receive. You see, if we be truthful about it, now, there are some invitations in life that we receive. We do not uh, even take the time to read them or hear them. Well, what is an invitation? An invitation is an, an appeal to your will. It is attempting to get you to do something or act in one way or the other. Today, today in our sermon text, this is God's last and final invitation to man here in the book of Revelation. Right before the apostle uh, Paul John, uh, the apostle John, the author of Revelation, it closes the final chapter of this mysterious book in the Bible. Uh, God offers one last final invitation. Uh, this final invitation is not to be ignored or put off until later. Now, this invitation is the greatest invitation 
in the world. It is greater than any invitation one could receive here on earth. It is greater than an invitation from the president, the governor, your mother, your father, uh, your own wedding invitation, your own high school or college invitations. Not only is it greater than any invitation you uh, could come up with, your decision to this invitation is the most important decision you will make in your life. How you respond to this uh, last invitation would determine whether, wh whether you spend eternity in heaven or in hell. It is the greatest and most important invitation in any human being's life. Uh, let's look at the text. <coughs> it says, at the very beginning, the book of Revelation identifies its source right there in chapter 1, verse 1. It says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to shew unto his servant things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Right there, it opens up in the book. You see, this asserts that Jesus Christ himself gave this revelation to John. Uh, when Christ gives you something, you, you better believe it is important and worth reading and understanding. John, John received a vision from Christ, which he recorded for the benefit of the seven churches in Asia and for Christians everywhere throughout history. In this, this, this world, we tend to attach great significance uh, to the last words of men. But we should give particular heed to the closing words of God's inspired word, the Holy Bible. You see, in our sermon text, it seems to be that John is saying, before you seal the book, write down one last invitation to the sinner to come to the Savior. Right here in the text, it says in verse 17, according to the NIV, the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him who hears say, come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come. And whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. To truly understand the text, we must clearly understand three references made in verse 17a. Right there it says, and the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. The spirit is God, one of the persons of the Trinity. Uh, remember, God reveals himself as God the Father, as God the Son, and as God the Holy Spirit. Now, often some people would debate uh, about the Trinity, but I believe that God is powerful and God is able to do whatever he pleases to do. And so God is able to reveal himself as three persons. The bride is the church. Uh, him that heareth, uh, those who hear and accept God's word, uh, talking to uh, the individual Christians. You see, these three uh, are the ones whom God has instructed to extend the final invitation. Well, let's deal with the Holy Spirit says, come. You see, the Holy Spirit seeks to bring a lost world to Christ. Let's look at John chapter 16, verse 7 through 14. It says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. 
It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the princes of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. And he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall shew it unto you. You see, the Holy Spirit is sent by God to move throughout the world and the hearts of man. Uh, to save man from condemnation. Uh, let's deal with the bride says, come. The bride is the church. Uh, the church is Christ's ambassadors. Uh, the church has been extending the final invitation for over 2,000 years. See, that is why every Sunday uh, when the church uh, body comes together for worship, God's word is preached and the invitation is always given. It must be done by the church because God commanded it. In Mark chapter 16, beginning at verse number 15, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach uh, the gospel to every uh, creature. Uh, look at John 20, 21. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you as my Father hath sent me. Even so send I you. So the church says, come. It offers the invitation. It's commanded by God. It's in God's word that the invitation is to be made. And notice, he that, say, that heareth says, come. The individual Christian says, come. You see, God has, God has instructed us as individual Christians to offer the invitation to the lost to come to Christ. Uh, if you have truly accepted Christ and studied his word, you can easily lead someone to Christ. Uh, too often when we uh, meet or interact with the lost men and women of the world, uh, we, we, we have a tendency to want to send them to the pastor or <clears throat> to a church member. But, but if we have been saved and rooted in God's word, we ought to be able to share what thus says the Lord. Oh, let me give you an example. You see, if you meet someone on Monday and you share God's word with them, they should not have to wait until Sunday, uh, six days later, to give their life to the Lord. After they accept Christ, if they accept Christ, you, you will want to encourage them to go and join a family of believers. In other words, a local church body. It is there that they will make a public confession before God and the church. They are only making 
public what was made in private to you. You see, we, we've got to learn how to tell our story. Yes, if God has brought you out of a mean and hateful world, if God has rescued you from your troubles, you ought to have a story to tell. We've got to learn how to be God's mouthpiece because he depends on us to share the good news of Jesus Christ. We've got to learn how to be God's instruments in a dying world. Yes, God needs somebody who is willing to offer that great invitation to come. Yes, we must share it. We must offer, it, offer that invitation. Well, preacher, what, what, who shall I invite? Well, and, and the word says, and let him that is a thirst come. And, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Him that is a thirst come. If, if you live in this world and, and you're thirsty for peace, yeah, needs to come. If you need love, uh, you need to come. If you need security, you need to come. Yeah, if you want an actual walk with the Lord, you, you need to come. Yes, this invitation is for any and everybody. Uh, you ought to be glad that the Lord has given this invitation to any and everybody. You see, there are some invitations we'll never get because we don't fit what they're looking for. But we serve a God who extends this last invitation to any and everybody. Yeah, don't be ashamed if you are a thirst. You see, Zacchaeus who climbed the tree to see Jesus was thirsty. Uh, the publican who cried out, God be merciful to me, a sinner was thirsty. You see, the sinful woman at the well was thirsty. Jesus said in John 4 and 14, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. Uh, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up uh, into everlasting life. Yes, whosoever will come. And this is the same whosoever uh, will that is found in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, what I love about this invitation, it gives the same return to those who accept it. Whether you accept it at 60 years uh, old of age today, and some may have accepted it 40 years ago, but the return is the same. And I'm so glad that in this last invitation that God said, whoever will. And I'm so glad that he didn't say that only the rich come. Glad that he didn't say only the poor come, that only the educated come, that only the uneducated come, that only blacks come, that only whites come, that only homeowners come, that only the homeless come, only those that have never made a mistake come. But he says, whosoever, let them come. And I'm so glad that my God who sits high and he still looks low said, whosoever, let them come. I got joy because I'm part of the whosoever crowd. Realize that I'm just a nobody trying to tell somebody about that man that can save any and everybody. You see, if you're dissatisfied with life and its pleasures, uh, you ought to come. You, if you're tired of living in sin, you ought to come. If you're tired of the misery in your heart, 
and you want peace, you ought to come. Oh, I stopped by to tell you this last invitation is to any and everybody. They used to sing a song in the church that it may be the last time I don't know. And that's why we need to accept the invitation while the blood is still running warm in my vein. We need to accept that invitation while we're able to say who we are and where we are. You see, I believe that every day that the Lord allows you and I to get up, that he's given us an opportunity to get it right. You ought to be thankful that the Lord has given you an opportunity. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful because uh, he's given me another chance. Don't know about you, but you ought to be overjoyed that you have an opportunity uh, for this last invitation. Uh, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you believe that he died for your sins, that he was buried in a borrowed tomb, that he got up early one great Sunday morning, you've accepted the greatest invitation that you could ever receive. An invitation that carries eternal life, that last invitation. Right there in the book of Revelation, it closes out after all God has said with one last invitation. You need to come to Jesus while the blood is still running warm in your vein. Come to Jesus while you have time. Come to Jesus while you're able to make the decision for yourself. There's a song they used to sing in the church that come, a simple song that just says, come unto Jesus. And they was letting us know in that song that we have to do it while we still have time. Because none of us know the real time. None of us know when this life will end. None of us know when it will all be over. But that invitation is waiting for you right now. You need to accept it. Believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that he's covered your sins, he died for your sins, and that he lived. Come unto Jesus while you have time. Song lets us know that, you know, our time will run out. Come Unto Jesus, or make up your mind, for you may not have a friend, said he'll go with you. To the end, come to Jesus while you have time. Song lets us know that our time is going to run out. Come while you have the opportunity, the last invitation. Come while he's giving you Another chance, because none of us know when it will all be over. Come to him. He will make your life brand new. 
for he will take care of you. Come to Jesus while you have time. We pray that our service has been a blessing this morning. We pray that God's word, the invitation that someone has accepted wherever you are. We pray that if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we pray that you will unite with a local body, a local body of believers who can help you grow in God's word. And if you desire to join us here at the Friendship Church, you may call us at 803-648-9290. Or a Bible-believing church in your area. But you need to connect with a church family so that you can grow in God's love. And because none of us, we're not on an island by ourselves. None of us are perfect, and we need the strength of others around us to help us grow, to help us be encouraged on this journey called life. Amen. As we prepare to carry out the Lord's Supper, we ask that you would get your elements, and we will carry out the Lord's Supper. Amen. <laughs>